0: So Facebook and YouTube would be the primary ones that are interruption-based marketing, and interruption-based marketing is just that—you are interrupting people. They weren't searching for cleaning, but you can hook them, you can get them intrigued with your offer and with your picture, and pull in quite a few leads that way. So it's still definitely a good thing to do, but it is—it is a lower quality lead. You're going to convert less of them, but again, the important thing is to think about: okay, my leads cost $15. I convert. One out of every twenty, only five percent. So if I just do fifteen divided by five percent, that's three hundred dollars for a new customer. A new customer as we talked about is worth like three to five thousand. So you spend a dollar and the ten. So that's the way to think about it. If you are converting less of them, because they're coming from Facebook, but are you converting enough of them? That's the more important question.
1: Grow your cleaning business, make more money, have more time. This is the Profit Cleaners Podcast with your hosts, Brandon
2: Condry and Brandon Shane. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Profit Cleaners. Today, we have a very special episode for you. We are joined by, well, first of all, I'm Brandon Shane, your host. I'm joined by Brandon Condry, my co-host. And also Mitch Adams, who is our Facebook ads expert. And we're going to be talking all about today, targeted Facebook ads and funnels to generate way more recurring home cleaning customers for your cleaning business. So this is a really amazing strategy for driving, again, new customers, new leads into your business should definitely be using this in your business if you're not already. But without further ado, I want to get Mitch introduced. Mitch is our right-hand man for paid traffic. He's our traffic expert, especially with Facebook traffic. He's a master at that. In the past, I just want to brag on Mitch a little bit. He's worked for some of the biggest internet marketers in the world. I don't know if I can mention all their names, but he's, he's managed millions of dollars of traffic and ads and seen some really high level stuff and he's also niched it down for us to the local level. So he's highly experienced. He knows what he's doing. And it's just been amazing to see that growth that we've experienced uh, working with Mitch with the Facebook ads and just seeing all the new traffic and leads and visibility that we've been exposed to. So Mitch, thank you for being here and let's get started. Yeah. Thanks for having me. You know, I just added up my ad spend
0: the other day because I hadn't added it up for a while and it's over 3 million at least. So
1: Nice. Nice, man. So 3 million over what time span is that? So that was
0: time span since the beginning of 2019. So we're recording this in. I did that math at the beginning of September 2020. So one year, eight months.
2: Wow.
1: That is very impressive. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's awesome, man. And that's been more like in all, I don't know how many different markets, but maybe more in the, the business, internet marketing markets, things like that. But then it seems like when I met you, we kind of actually met you through our local SEO guy. And he was like, you got to talk to this guy. He's amazing. And we ended up talking. But you, know, you were, I guess at that time, just starting to get into more of the local markets with Facebook ads. Is that right?
0: Yeah. So most of that 3 million or all of that 3 million was for big time national internet marketing niche type stuff. I didn't actually add up the rest of it for local businesses. If I had to guess for local businesses, I would say probably three to 500,000. You just don't spend it as fast on the local market.
2: Right. Yeah. Like in our market, we're, I'm just going to come out and say, like, we're probably generating an extra 50, 60 leads a month just on like a channel like Facebook with, I don't know, an average ad spend of like 800 bucks, 1,000 bucks, something like that. So yeah, you, you're not spending $100,000 a month because you're not broadcasting this to the whole world. The local market's a lot more niche and dialed in, which is a good thing, I guess, because you're not spending quite as much money on ads. But let's tell people like a little bit more yeah, about ads and why should we be using Facebook ads and why are they great? And is it just boosting a post or is it doing a bunch more stuff than that? Yeah, good
0: question. So I like to start off and like share this with people. I don't always know where people are at, but like, what is a Facebook ad? And so a Facebook ad, you can always spot it as you're scrolling through the newsfeed. I call it the finger treadmill because you're just just there scrolling with your finger. Then you'll see all your friends' posts and stuff. But then every like five to ten posts, you'll see a post that under the name of the page, it says sponsored. And that means that it's a Facebook ad. So that is what a Facebook ad is. And it can be for anything. Well... Anything within the terms of service that Facebook wants to allow you to promote. It can be for something to buy, like a little knickknack to buy for your house or whatever, or it can be for a local business like Sandia Green Clean and or any other company in your local market. And you'll probably find that it is at least somewhat relevant to you because that's what Facebook tracks about us. They know what we like, they know what we do, they know what we're interested in because we tell them by liking pages. So that's what a Facebook ad is. As far as, is it just boosting a post? Anybody that's listening to this podcast, you probably have a business page, I'm guessing, for your business. And if you do have a business page, then you have seen a thing from Facebook. Boost your post today to reach up to 10,000 people for $5 or something like that. They're so enticing, aren't they? And so what that is, that is called boosting a post. And Usually, how I think of it is boosting a post. It is technically a Facebook ad. I don't want to tell you it's not. I would call it the kindergarten or the preschool method of Facebook ads. What we are doing is high school or college or maybe even graduate school level Facebook ads, depending on how you want to think of it. And the difference is, is you just when you hit the boost a post button, then what Facebook they want to impress you. And the easiest way they can impress you is to say, oh, you only spent $5 and you got your ad in front of 10,000 people or 5,000 people or whatever it is these days. Whereas Facebook ads that we're going for results, as Brandon mentioned, we're going for leads. We want to get leads for your business. For a local business, Like you often don't have money to just spend in branding and awareness and stuff like that like the big brands do. But we need leads. We need right now that we can talk to that we can turn into a customer we need that money coming back around right home to us. So that's basically the difference. And when you do Facebook ads in the ads manager, in the back end of it, then you have the control to tell Facebook, we want leads. We don't just want to show this ad to everyone.
2: Right. And I think it was like, I don't know if you remember when Facebook ads actually launched, I think it was 2007 or something when Zuckerberg launched the platform. But you know, in the beginning, it was like, They wanted mass adoption, so costs were cheap and everybody could jump on. And now that we're kind of in the market a little bit further, you're seeing those costs come up, and you're getting you're seeing the game get a little bit tougher. Something that kind of scared me when I was like fifty two thousand data points that Facebook actually has on every single personal, like everybody's personal profile on Facebook. As a person, you're like, well, that freaks me out. But as a marketer, you're like, that's amazing. Because you can really niche it down and target some amazing, amazing things to get in front of your exact audience, right? And that's what you're talking about with the more advanced ads on the back end? Yeah, exactly. They have
0: crazy targeting. And yeah, as a person, it is a little scary. I mean, when you download the Facebook app on your phone or you get a new phone, it's probably more relevant than it asks you, do you want to allow location targeting, like allow Facebook to use your location? They are tracking your location. I personally turn it off, but they are tracking your location. So that's just one of the targeting options. You can get specific at, you can get as specific as like put in an address. So that's like you drop a pin on the map in an address at your place of business, we'll call it, and go like five miles around that, a five mile radius up to a 50 mile radius around that location. That's what you can do for geo targeting. And then you have some other typical demographics like age, gender. Yeah, age and gender. Those are the other typical demographics. And then you can get some of the other interesting stuff. You can target parents, for instance. That's a good one for clean businesses, by the way,
1: is parents. How do they do that, Mitch? Like, how do they know that they're a parent? Like, how does Facebook determine that I have kids and you have kids? So... I
0: don't know all of the ways that Facebook gets their data. Nobody knows all of the ways that Facebook gets their data. Maybe Zuckerman does. I don't know if he knows all the ways that they get data. But some of the ways that I know are what you put on your profile. So when you announce that you have a kid, now well, they know that you have a kid now. They also know based on your activity. So they track pretty well what's going on around the internet. And as long as you're logged into Facebook on your phone or your computer,
1: they know what you're doing on the internet. Sure. So like you're you're shopping for kid stuff, or I joined the PTA's website, or things like that. Like These are all parts of the algorithm that like, they use to piece together XYZ profile.
0: Yep, stuff like that. And then they are also getting data from partner places to get stuff like income, do you own or rent a house? And in those types of data, I think that would also come with some parent data, whether you have kids or not. So they're partnered with I mean, they're one of the biggest companies in the world, so they can partner with whoever they want to get data. And so, yeah. And they're doing it, I mean, they're getting sued like every day over it, but they are protecting, they're doing their best to protect our data. I guess people can argue that, but they're doing a pretty good job, I would say. And so.
2: Cool, man. So if we just gave people like in a nutshell, because I think what we could do is another training like this where we could actually go maybe give more visuals and stuff like that. And we're going to actually tell you guys more at the end of this podcast where you can get direct access to Mitch and some actually step-by-step trainings we put together for Facebook ads to help your local cleaning business. But I guess in a nutshell, could you just tell people, Mitch, like what we've been working on these ads almost like the last year together. We've been optimizing them. We've been seeing what works, what doesn't. What can we tell people that that's been working? What kind of ads have we been testing? Which ones work better than others? And which ones could we just share some insight on that?
0: Yeah, so when you launch an ad, for a local business, then the way to typically do it, just like broad overview, and then I'll get into some specifics of what we've done for you guys, is you have the ad, you place the ad on Facebook, but that ad will take people to a landing page that has an offer. A landing page is just a one-page website or just a specific page on your website that gives them an offer. An offer is just like a, like a coupon, basically. So the first one that we did with you guys was $75 off your first clean. And that will work pretty well for like three months. I can't remember how many leads we generated off of that one, but that's an offer. It's basically a coupon. And you do want it to be a compelling offer. But then when to get that offer, then people have to put in their name, email, and phone number. And then what you do as the business owner, or if you have a sales guy, is they need to reach out to that person and contact them to deliver that, to take it to the next step. Because if they've just told you, if they've said, oh, I want $75 off by my- Giving you their name and phone number, that's just like raising their hand. But you still have to like take it from there. You have to, you know, get in contact with them and take it to the next step and actually deliver that to them.
2: Right. So like the offer is just to like get their attention, right? Because they're like you said, they're scrolling on their feed, they're out there in the interwebs, and they're distracted. So how can you get their attention? Well, you got to come up with a really good offer. That's the first part, right? That ties them in and hooks them in, and then. You got to deliver on the back end, of course. So just going back into that.
0: Yep. So that's the first step of hooking them in. And that's a super good point, Brandon, that you do have to, we are trying to hook them in because they are on Facebook. They're not looking for a cleaning company or they didn't go to Facebook to look for a cleaning company. Facebook to waste time or to get educated or be entertained. One of the three, like waste time, get entertained or get educated or catch up with friends, I guess, four things. But it just so happens that if you put a compelling offer in front of them, they're like, oh, that's sweet. Yeah, I'll I'll do that. So that's the first step to get them to stop scrolling on the finger treadmill is the offer. So the first offer that we did with you guys is $75 off your first clean. And there wasn't really anything else to it. That was just it. It was just $75 off your first clean. Pretty straightforward. Yeah. And so if you guys are wondering what to do, just start with that. If you don't have any other ideas, just start with that.
2: I think the one we were running last month was like, buy your first clean, get your second clean free. Some of the other ones we have tested was like 50% off your first clean or your second clean. So you can test a lot of different ideas here, guys. The point is just be creative. Put yourself in the customer's shoes and be like, what would I want? What would get my attention?
0: Yeah. And think about it in the context as well of getting yourself in the door. Like $75 off, depending on your particular business model, you may or may not lose money on that. If you do lose money, that's okay because you get in the door and enough of them, you know. like Brandon said, we've been doing this for eight months to a year now, enough of them convert into recurring customers that it's worth the investment. Absolutely. Yeah, advertising is an investment, but it's been worth the investment, obviously, because we're talking.
2: Yeah. So when we first started, actually, what you talked about a lot was like lifetime value of the lead. And once we hone that in, which is like $3,000 to $5,000 on average for our biweekly or monthly cleaning customers. So if you have that in mind, you and look at the big picture. It's like, man, you're spending like pennies to generate $10. It's just crazy. You know, like it's really a great return on investment. So
0: yeah, and that is what to think about. So think about on that initial offer, some way that you can get in front of them just to get in front of them. And it does need to be like a scroll stopper. And then the second step for a good app would be your picture, picture or video. So when you place a Facebook ad, you have the option to do a picture or a video. And so either one will work. I'll give you a couple ideas on what works for either and that are super simple to implement. So some of the first ads we did or some of the ads that we've done throughout this is we just found some like weird, funny images of cleaning. Like there was like a little kid in a Superman cape cleaning or something. You know, it's just like people, People are scrolling because the picture is going to be the first thing that stops people. If you think about your actions on Facebook, you're probably scrolling through looking at the pictures. And if you see like a super cool picture of your friend, then you stop and then you read what they did. Like That's normal activity on Facebook. So the same thing happens with your app. So just like a weird picture and then it gets them to stop and then they read and they're like $75 off. That's awesome. I don't want to clean my house this weekend. $75 off. I want to do that. And then you go and you deliver a great job on your cleaning, and then they keep going with you. So that's a good picture. A good video that's really easy to make, I call them boomerangs. There's a boomerang app associated with Instagram that makes it really easy. Or if you have some slight video editing skills, then you can do it. But basically what we did for them is we had a video of their cleaning crews cleaning like the bathroom sink. And so you are using a rag, wiping around it, doing the thing, do it, cleaning. And what we did is we sped it up like two or three times, and then we just played forwards and backwards and forwards and backwards and forwards and backwards. And that worked really well because, again, like you're going through and it's like, oh, that's kind of crazy. Like her hand is moving super fast. It's movement. Movement stops our eyes. Like that's just how it works. That's human psychology. And so just movement like that works. And then it's movement that's relevant to what you're offering is, to cleaning. So that was another good one. And then another good video that they had a video professionally produced that they thought through. And it was just kind of like the cleaners coming to the house and showed how fun it is. You know, that's kind of the higher end of video if you want to have a video professionally produced.
2: Yeah, let's tell them about that a little, Mitch. So we actually, right in the midst of the pandemic, when everybody was like pausing advertising, we were actually turning up our advertising, growing our teams. And one of the things we did was create a video commercial that we use for Facebook ads. It didn't have to be for Facebook ads. We crunched it down to like a 30 second or 60 second spot. And like you said, it was just fun, kind of carefree, kind of fun, like showed the cleaners dancing when they had their PPE equipment on. And, you know, because we we're kind of pivoting that messaging during the pandemic. But, you know, I, at the very least, it was, I think that video got over 200,000 Views, tons of engagement. I've never, like, we've never done anything that's gotten that much engagement, likes, people commenting. And then on top of that, when people are doing that, if you can create something that's funny or compelling or evoke some type of emotion, people are commenting, that brings your ad costs down, correct? and it optimizes everything even more. So even at the very least, it's amazing branding, like brand recognition, but on top of that, it was also generating a ton of traffic and leads and new customers for us. So that was really cool too. Yeah, that was a cool
0: video because it was the type of video that people shared. Like, And you send it out to a lot of your current customers and your current customers, they already know, like, and trust you. So then they shared it because they thought it was a cool video. And then that was a lot of free traffic that you got. And so those types of videos, it's not something that the local business usually has time or resources to develop like every month or every week or anything. But you've talked about doing it like once a quarter, something like that is super good because it does do just like Brandon said, we generated a lot of leads from it. But in addition to that, it did a lot of branding efforts as well.
2: Right. Yeah. Especially in this time when people are you know uncertain and there's a lot of crazy things happening. It's just that message. If you can bring that like that fun kind of like make people laugh, make people cry, make people excited, like, you know, some type of emotion, especially during this time when there's a lot of fear and negativity that immediately brands your company, at least in the back of their mind, like if when and if they are ready to do cleaning services, you're at the forefront of their mind because, you know, you're continuing to push that advertising, even when everyone else is not, you know, you're still out there and, and pushing it. So yeah, I thought that one was huge. And then you were mentioning like images. I think, I think yeah, just the weirder the images look, the more stand out. You can put even like borders and things that like make them stand out. But I, even if you don't have time to create a nice video like that, like even a simple, you know, like just pull out your phone. Those videos can work really well, like simple videos, or you can find like weird stock videos. Like we're going to test one here soon. It's like a dog on a vacuum cleaner. It's like really funny and random, but you can find like stock. We use like iStock photo or deposit photos, things like that. You can find stock images and videos and things like that to use. But yeah, would you say the videos work better or which ones are like working the best?
0: You know, to be honest, I haven't done a comparison, but what I noticed, I haven't done a comparison specifically for you, but what i notice in general is that for a local business, like in your market, there's only so many hundreds of thousands of people like that you want to serve. And in the amount of radius that you want to serve, there's probably only a few hundred thousand people. Right. And so, with Facebook ads, then we end up reaching, we get in front of like all of them. And so the biggest thing is variety and change. And so switching back and forth between videos and images, that's probably what I would say is the best. But it is super good to point out, like to get started with Facebook ads, you don't have to go find a professional video producer and go do that. Like that wasn't, that video that we talked about wasn't till three months into generating leads, I think maybe more. It might have been four or five months into generating leads. So for the first four or five months, we were generating leads with stock images and some videos that they had just of the boomerang. and they're going back and forth, which are very simple to create. So you don't have to get started with that.
2: Awesome. And then I guess what else can we tell people? Switch it up, get some variety in there. Like how much should people be spending? Or like, I guess the cool thing is you can kind of set your budget, right? You don't have to like, agree to a contract a certain amount with Facebook, right? Yeah, you can
0: set your budget for anything on Facebook, as little as a dollar a day. Now, what I would recommend, I would say your minimum should be $10 a day, but still, that's only $300 a month. And its it literally is day to day. You can turn off your ads at any moment that you want to. So it's, it's not any sort of scary contract. It is just turn them on and turn them off as you see fit. But to get the best results, then... I would commit to it. I would mentally commit to it for 90 days. Although there's no written contract, I would recommend you mentally commit to it for 90 days and spend at least $10 a day. So that's going to be $900 that you commit to. As far as like the real costs, so people always ask me, how does Facebook charge? The technical answer is that they charge cost per thousand impressions. Cost per thousand impressions for your guys' account for the last month and a half is $14 and 75 cents. So to get an ad seen by a thousand people is $14 and 75 cents. So that's technically how Facebook charges, but that's not helpful to anyone. So something more helpful is usually the cost per lead. Because again, we're a local business. What we care about is leads generated. We don't care about, I mean, it's nice to know that in that timeframe, your ads have been seen by 116,000 people. Like that's fun to know. But it's more relevant to know that you generated 92 leads. That's more helpful to know. And so the cost per lead is between, usually somewhere between $10 and $20. That's a better cost to go off of. So $10 a day, if you're doing it right, if you follow the step-by-step training that's in, in the master class that Profit Cleaners is offering, then you will generate leads, $10 to $20 per lead, $10 a day, like one lead a day to one every other day. So that's how it works. Our average for the last, since August 1st, I'm just looking at it right now is $18 and 76 cents. I'll tell you that that is high. And the reason is, is because we were on an offer and the offer kind of faded out. It had just been running for too long. And so most of that time is when the offer was getting tired.
2: Right. And that's why you were talking about changing up the offers because that's what happens is your ad costs go from five or ten dollars a lead to twenty, thirty, forty dollars a lead, and then it pulls all those numbers up. So that's why you gotta be consistent to change out those offers. And also maybe like just let's just tell people like the difference between the quality of the traffic on Facebook is much different than like a search based intent traffic on Google where people are directly going to search for the home cleaning services in your area versus, like you said earlier, Facebook, it's just like a big party. You almost have to really distract them. And it's maybe a lesser quality lead. So at the same time, yeah, you're you're paying a little bit less than maybe you would on a Google platform or somewhere else. But also the leads could be a little bit less quality too, right?
0: No, that's definitely true. And maybe we should have started with that. But it is a different type of marketing. How I think of it is like Google is search-based marketing, which for a local business, you should also be doing that, which you guys are also doing that. And you're also generating leads from that because that gets the people that are searching in. I need somebody to clean my home like yesterday. That's who it gets. And those are really good leads. Facebook, we call it interruption marketing. And that would entail like platforms like Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. So Facebook and YouTube would be the main, would be the primary ones that are interruption based marketing. And interruption based marketing is just that you are interrupting people. They weren't searching for cleaning, but you can hook them. You can get them intrigued with your offer and with your picture and pull in quite a few leads that way. So it's still definitely a good thing to do, but it is, it is a lower quality lead. You're going to convert less of them. But again, the important thing is to think about, okay, my leads cost $15. I convert one out of every 10. Let's go lower one out of every 20, only 5%. So if I just do fifteen divided by five percent, that's three hundred dollars per new customer. A new customer, as we talked about, is worth like three to five thousand. So you spend a dollar and ten. So that's the way to think about it. If you are converting less of them, because they're coming from Facebook, but are you converting enough of them? That's the more important question.
2: Awesome, Mitch. And maybe can you just share with people? Like I think you mentioned a little bit earlier, but like what kind of audience targeting segmenting are we doing that's working well? Like targeting parents. Targeting what else you mean to work well for at least our market. It might be a different than other people's markets, but you guys could probably take some of these nuggets.
0: Yeah. So the way to think about your targeting is think about an offer and who is that offer going to be most compelling for? Like, for instance, do you focus on cleaning the Airbnbs or does your business focus on cleaning college doors? Like, what do you focus on cleaning? So for these guys, they want to focus on families. And so the offers are based around that. And then also our targeting is based around that. So some of the best targeting has been the age range of like 37 to 55 women who are either parents or interested in things related to parents. If you go to the interest-based targeting, then you can type in parents and you can find a lot of things like there's the parents demographic, which is people that are parents, or there's just like things like motherhood as an interest. So chances are they're probably a mom, but they might not be. They're just interested in being a mom or stuff like that. So stuff related to being parents has been the best interest to target so far.
2: Awesome. And I think just in general, like I mentioned at the beginning, you, know, you can cap it at any budget you have, but if you want to start at ten dollars a day or bump it up a little bit more, I think on average we're with about eight hundred to a thousand dollars of ad spend each month, we're generating an additional fifty-sixty leads, which we're converting about fifty percent, sixty percent of those. So yeah, that's an extra twenty-thirty new customers every month just from this channel with a thousand bucks, you know. So I think that's a really great return on investment, especially considering the lifetime value of the, you know, it's amazing. And even just the last, I was telling Brandon we we're doing the webinar earlier, like the last few couple months like the our annual revenue has just been skyrocketing even more so just it's just amazing to see when you get those recurring clients that's the big picture mindset you got to think of is these are recurring long-term customers hopefully you know even if you take a little bit of a loss up front that loss leader it totally pays off in, in the long run right yeah and you just you got to look at your numbers that
0: way and know your numbers and then yeah make sure that's making sense
2: Awesome, man. Well, I think we should probably do like a more in-depth training at some point, or like we're going to start doing video podcasts soon on YouTube for you guys. So we can go more in depth and you can kind of show us more of the targeting, which I think would be really helpful. You actually did that for one of Brandon's masterminds. And didn't they love that, Brandon? He just went in and...
1: Um, Yeah, yeah. Mitch Mitch came into our little business leadership group and kind of educated a bunch of people on the pros and cons of Facebook and just how shocking it is what you can really drill down to. and. So yeah, we should do that. And if we ever do that video one, I think what we should do is probably bring in our sales guy, Matt, just so you guys can kind of bounce some stuff off each other. Like we generated this many leads. And at this point, I'm so hands off on the sales that Matt's going to know better than I will what's convertings because he's talking to those people every day. So I think that'd be a good sort of four person panel to kind of talk about things like that.
2: Yeah. Well, so we'll do that more in the future. If you guys, this was just kind of an introductory episode to get you guys kind of used to Facebook ads and why we should be using them and what they are and some of the best targeting and things that we're kind of been testing out. But other than that, I think Mitch, we should just tell people kind of what we told in the beginning, like if they want to learn more about Facebook ads, maybe possibly work with you or have you, you know, have a phone call with you. Where can they find out more about that? And then we'll tell them also where they can get some of these like step-by-step trainings that you helped us put together for one of our courses. But yeah, go ahead and tell them. Yeah. So you can
0: reach out to me. You can go to my website, m3traffic.com. You'll find out information there. And there is like a work with me button or something that you can fill out a questionnaire and answer a couple questions to see if it'll be a good fit. Or yeah, I did, I put together a step-by-step training, like literally on my screen, literally setting up ads for Brandon's company and all of the follow-up process. Like there's a lot of backend stuff that we do but there's a step-by-step training there as well in their training that's on your website.
2: Yeah. If you go to profitcleaners.com slash courses, we're going to be putting up more. We might even pull out this Facebook module just as a solo course, just because I know a lot of people are going to love getting into that. But we have a 10x toolkit for marketing your local cleaning business that's the course that this is in so if you go to profitcleaners.com slash courses you can find the course there or look for the facebook one when we if we pull it out eventually but otherwise yeah m3 traffic you can have a call with mitch adams he's awesome like i said guys we've been working with him the last year and it's really hard to find good qualified you know traffic lead generating experts like Mitch, especially that have experience in this market. So I highly recommend you know reaching out if you have questions or like I said, if you want to get the step-by-step, check it out because a lot of people in this market want to do the step-by-step stuff, which is cool. So thank you, Mitch, for putting that together for everybody. And I think that's it. So we'll have you on another time real soon, Mitch, so we can dive into this more and get people some more value and content on the Facebook ads. But thanks for joining us today. I don't know if you have anything else you want to share or add or... No,
0: that's it. Thanks for having me. And hopefully people have been enlightened into Facebook today and just give give it a look because as business owners, we traditionally, we don't want to waste time on Facebook. So we probably don't. Like I don't, you guys probably don't. But when you use it as a tool for generating business, then it's a lot more fun. So I use that side of the platform instead.
2: Yeah, I'm the same way, man. So that's awesome. Awesome, Mitch. Well, uh, thank you for your time. And thank you guys for all joining us today. And we will see you guys on another episode real soon on The Profit Cleaner. So catch you guys on the flip side. Keep it clean. Keep it clean. Thanks, Mitch. See you later.
1: Thanks for joining us today.